right, we're back here with podcast number two, SMML Commissioner's Corner. Here tonight, Commissioner Darkman, PC Trojan here, your host at the SMML Studios here in Birmingham, Alabama. Well, it would be fitting that we're doing the podcast on the day where EA looks like have pulled a redo on last year's uh, faux pas where they torpedoed online CFMs. Darkman, how's it going, man? Oh, not too bad. I'm not looking forward to this pulls off again like another fucking two-week fiasco like last year. Yeah, because last year, man, that was every bit of two weeks that we had to deal with where we, uh, nothing could happen. And radio silence from them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are we crazy for thinking we're going to get anything different this year? I mean, no, if if this was the only league I had, to be honest with you, I would change it over to a fucking Sabo league. Well, I I still wonder. Is that going to be I mean, if how how long how long do you think? So so all right, SMML owners, first of all, we're going to continue this real quick. Want to apologize about the delay in podcasts. A lot's gone on. It's been hard to get everything scheduled. If you would like to be a part of a podcast and you have some things you want to talk about, let me know. Let Dark know. We'll set it up. We'll make this happen. Uh, So we're we're going to try to do more of these. It won't be a weekly thing, but it will be much more regular than most of the season. Um, Now, we, we are talking about this live on the air. We haven't talked about this beforehand because we don't. Dark, uh, how long do we wait before we have to make a decision? I mean, last year, two weeks, Do are, are we willing to do another two weeks? Do we think that that's something where we have to go? We don't know that we have a choice because uh, what's the other choice? Start fresh again? The Sabo League. But I guess we still need access to online CFM, though, don't we? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, we have to wait until they... I don't think uh, Sabo has his uh, gameplay stuff out yet or perfected. Yeah, I think somebody said January 1st. Yeah. January 1st was the thing they're looking at. When he does it, it's usually about halfway through the year. I mean, and not to mention with this year, Sabo was put behind with everybody else because of the recruiting delays, which can we go ahead and be clear? All that talk about the in-season recruiting, it's pretty trash to me. Yeah. I mean, it is an absolute dumpster fire of an option. Like, I, I'm not, I watched that video. I've checked other stuff throughout the year. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with recruiting. I, I don't know how that's made it better, more involved, more understanding. It, it feels like somebody had a couple good ideas about getting scouts and getting players that way one then it stopped right there the one thing i like about it is the fact that you if you focus on a certain position you can actually see some of the skill attributes and grades that you weren't able to see before but i mean nfl scouting departments let, let, let's be clear it's not like they can only scout three positions or four positions and then only three players within the position or three players total that they can re- these guys are scouting hundreds hundreds of players so what why are we getting 40 percent three quarters of the way through the year knowledge on somebody i mean it well, feels like it would have been a system that worked pre-internet pre-youtube pre-highlights pre-today's news like madden 1995 this would have been a recruiting system that worked yeah and i will go ahead and break the news here and say that if you draft somebody you probably will get a 70 overall okay so there it is. Breaking news here on the podcast. The 70 is going to be, I mean, you, that's the way the draft class has been manufactured. You're, you're looking at 70 and up. 
Uh, as we are a league that doesn't advance three, four times a week, we do boost the classes just a hair. Um, so there you go. So it's going to be some decent players in the draft. Again, trading draft picks is a dangerous thing in this game. And that's good draft picks for every role on offense and defense. There you go. So we just got to... Whether you're looking for 3-4, 4-3, rushing linebackers, man cornerback zone, all of it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so we're all aware of the, uh, the problem with the league right now. We do not have access to our league. Uh, so, obviously, advancing will not happen because we can't even access it on mobile. And so the league is just in purgatory. So with that said, uh, there was a rumor, a little more Madden news before we get into some league-specific stuff. There was a rumor, a leak that came out here in the last week or so that said Madden had discontinued the final two franchise updates that they had promised after last year's uproar. They were not going to give them to us. They've moved some teams over to NCAA production. Uh, that they're clearly going to work on bugs, but they're not—they're they're not going to add any more features in Madden 20. We're in Madden 22, right? But if they're not going to add any more features in Madden 22, if we're being honest with ourselves, we know that those franchise updates wouldn't have fucking helped any of the CFMs anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, they would have. You'd have to restart your online CFM. I mean, but let's be clear, guys. We just have to fucking start over. So at this point, we're just in now. The fear is it's rapidly starting to look like Madden 22 may be a damn skip for CFMs because we missed, what, half the season? Or we, we missed probably two-thirds of a full rotation for our league. Waiting on them to get the scouting patch, which I'll be honest with you, we should have just went without. Knowing what we know now, there was no reason to go with it. Uh, I'm not missing anything with it. Yeah, man, it doesn't give me high hopes for the NCAA game, considering it'll probably look like the <laughs> same as bad. That is the fear, and, you know, microtransactions within NCAA, how's that going to work? Because now they have to pay the kids in college, which, don't get me wrong, that's fine. But I like the NCAA of them. Anyways, regarding their not making the updates, apparently EA... Uh, uh, in an interview or told IGN today that they are in fact going to be part of the NFL live service, Madden 22 live service. They will have two more updates. Uh, what the fuck they're going to have? I don't know. But they are going to have two more updates that will come out this year for Madden 22 that will enhance the franchise one way or another. So, I mean, I don't even know what the interviews are going to be. Or not the interviews, the two patches, but they say they're still coming. Do, do you know what they're going to be? No, I don't remember. What... Okay. So, uh, two more updates, mystery updates at some point over the course of the next eight months for online CFMs. Uh, I think they're fucking lying their pants off. I don't think we get shit outs, and I think online CFMs spend another year getting shit on, and one day Madden will lose their rights to simulation-style football and will actually get a decent game. 
no hoping here. Or fucking bring back NFL head coach. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> that won't happen either, so. But all right, on to some Daddy League stuff. Let's talk about SMML a little bit. So we made predictions at the beginning of the year. Which we need to point out is that uh, uh, a number of these owners are no longer in the league. We've had quite a bit of turnover. More than so, both by now. Yeah, normally in the first season, I can't remember a year where we've had this much turnover. We usually don't. Usually not until about Christmas time. Yeah, usually the season starts to wind down. People's interest starts to wane. But this year, man, uh, we've had a lot of people drop. We've had to replace a lot of people. And we're only in the first season. We're almost to the playoffs in the first season. So, yeah, I mean, shit, we're two thirds of the way through, but we're going to run through some predictions we had at the beginning of the year. Uh, So let's get into our preseason predictions and let's see where we stand right now. So to start the year, uh, let's go down the list here. The NFC North. Dark, you had the Packers. I had the Lions. You are clearly doing very well. The Packers holding a 10-2 record while the Lions at 5-7 are sitting third in the NFC North. Uh, the Vikings holding on to second in the division and the Bears at 4-8, and eight, kind of rounding out the uh, Norris division. Uh, I, I would say you probably feel good about that. But to give your saving grace, that was an owner switch. That wasn't a... My Lions was definitely an owner switch. Who was it to begin the year? It was Shock. Mm, that's right. Now it's Smojo, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Packers, was that an owner switch? Nope. No, no, the Packers are still... They're still legit. All right, uh, the NFC East. Normally the NFC least, but they got some winning records at this point. Uh, uh, you picked the Washington football team. I picked the Philadelphia Eagles. Neither of us at this point are winning that fight. Uh, Awak, Awake Ramos, Awak Ramos, Awaki Ramos, I don't, Ramos is leading that division at nine and three currently, running pretty hot this year. Doing some work up there in the NFC East. My, the Eagles that uh, I picked uh, are seven and six. The Washington football team, Sir Lawrence, at four and eight, bringing up the rear with the Cowgirls at four and eight. By the way, we have a saucy new Cowboys owner. He's ready to put it on some people and take over this league. He's been telling us in chat at least. So every, everybody be on the lookout on that one. So the Cowboys are ready to make a run up from four and eight into that division crown so some action could be happening there the nfc south you dark had the atlanta falcons i had the carolina panthers and yet another division where we're both wrong at this point saints 10 and 2 tied for the number one seed in the nfc but the panthers who i had uh oh no you had i had the falcons yeah you had the Panthers. Yep. Your Panthers eight and four. My Falcons at seven and five. So I think there was an owner swap in there. The Panthers were, yeah. Yep. I think there was an owner swap in there. Panthers still hanging in there for second in the division. Two games out, hanging tough, looking like a tight race getting home. The NFC West, tough division, tough division. Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to be very clear. Uh, let's see. NFC West. Uh, I picked the cards. You were split between Rams and cards. All right. Trim Pale is on fucking fire right now 
he is hanging and banging points and turnovers right now. So I caught him early in the season and I think we couldn't get on schedule and it ended up being a fair sim. So my score looks very nice against him, but we didn't play. Uh, but he is clearly, I would say at this point, even with the nine and three record is clearly my right now, my pick out of the NFC. Uh, thoughts on your NFC picks there, Dart? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think they really changed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, 50 50 there. Yeah, no, you, you did better than I did. Uh, we both had an outright division leader and we both had second and third in the division. So I'd say we, we're about even going into the AFC. I'm sure, I think there's going to be some separation in the AFC when we get here. So, all right. The AFC East, uh, a lot of ownership changes. Let, let's lead off with that. And the AFC East is the AFC least because it because it is by far the worst division in AFC in the SNML. And listen, don't take it personal, boys. But if you do, get good. I mean, guys, you don't have a winning record in the division. We might see our first uh, sub 500. We might have a sub 500 playoff team in the SMML. That's normally reserved for West Coast divisions or the NFC East. It's the AFC West or the NFC East. They're usually our, our, our sub 500 in the NFL. But uh, the AFC East is looking rough. So, but you got, you got some good ball. You got some good ballers up there. You've also got some owner changes that have happened up there. Uh, the Bills are an available team, and at four and eight, are only a game out of first place in the division. So, uh, I, I picked the Bills. You picked the Bills. It was a very different owner at the beginning of the year. Uh, our, our picks are still alive, but on life support. All right, we got the AFC West. I chose the Raiders. I went with a good old... My guy, let's be clear, my guy had computer issues. That's my excuse. <laughs> and he's got them fixed now. He's going to roar back. I can feel it. He's roaring back. I had the Raiders. You had the Raiders. I know I picked him first. I don't care what you say. He was my guy first. He's roaring back. He's going to get back in that division. Broncos currently lead it at 8-4. and four. The AFC North, uh, not going to say this is a big surprise, but uh, Soup at 11 and 1. Uh, I, I, I picked Soup to win the AFC North. Uh, you picked Pax and the Browns, and Pax at 9 and 3 is two games back. So it's a tight, that, that that's going to be a top-heavy division for most of the year. We've also had some ownership changes there as well. The Browns did at least give the Ravens their first loss. They did. So they, they they at least gave you a look. Right now, technically, at this moment, you are the number one seed in the AFC. As we move into the AFC South, and let's be very clear, regardless of the situation, there are only two teams getting picked by your commissioners here, and that is uh, the Jags and the Colts, and we're not picking each other's teams. So, uh... I am seven and five. I picked myself to win the AFC South. I would probably go ahead and say that that is mathematically impossible against the 12 and one uh, Indianapolis Colts at this time. 
uh, playoffs are still in reach for me. I am currently, I believe, the sixth seed. But uh, the division has passed this season, so I'm going to have to do some work in the offseason to get this team into a position to compete for a division lead next year, or for a division win. I, I got to get some more pieces in place. Yeah, you might be fighting for that playoff spot when we can I don't, uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm not going to say I'm going to have to fight for it. Between cursive, uh, Brady's coming on strong. I, I, I've, I feel as though I've got a schedule that lends itself towards me getting in. But it probably will come down to the last week of the season against you. And to see if you're going to keep your starters in when you've already locked up the number one seed or number two seed. Oh, if it comes to you knocking, out, knocking you out of the playoffs. <laughs> you're a dick. We don't need to talk about that. You don't need to look at the standings the week before. We don't, we don't need to do that. So that, that's kind of a recap of our picks on the year. Quick recap again. Uh, we've run down the records. Here's the playoff race, how it's looking. Uh, the AFC currently your number one seeds, the Colts at 12 and one, Ravens at 11 and one, Broncos are your three seed at eight and four. This is where the NFL just sucks. Your four seed is the New York Jets. That's right, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 at five and seven. Your five seed, oh, and they would host a playoff game. Your five seed, nine and three, Cleveland Browns. Six seed, seven and five, Jacksonville Jaguars. And your seven seed, Raiders. The Raiders at seven and five. On the bubble, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Dolphins. Going out to the NFC, your number one seed, New Orleans Saints at 10-2. Uh, currently hold the one spot over the Packers, who are also 10-2. Uh, your Cardinals, 9-3. Giants, 9-3. Uh, round out your top four and your division leaders. Your Carolina Panthers at 8-4. Rams, 8-4. Vikings holding a tiebreaker edge uh, at 7-5 of the Falcons. Uh, who are seven and five? The Eagles are seven and six, and the Bucks just outside with a new owner at five and seven. Uh, so that rounds out the standings. And there's some power rankings on Daddy Leagues. Go feel free to check it out. It pretty much mirrors where the standings really are going. So game of the week this week, if we manage to get it in, I say game of the week, it's game of the update, because let's be clear, we need the update to be fucking fixed. Guys, large soup and the Ravens traveling to the dog pound for Pax and the Browns. Guys, that's one of the better games you're going to come across. Period. That, that, that's one of the better games that are going to come up on the radar this year. Uh, so if you're around and can watch it on the, one of their streams, who's ever putting it up, get in there and get on it. Enjoy it. Go Pax. Go soup, baby. Go soup. Anybody I can root on to keep you from getting more shit in the playoffs. All right, so quick little breakdown. Let's dive into some league leaders in stats. What do we say? So we're not going to go too deep into this. We're just going to kind of hit some hit some highlights because I think it's important to point out who's having good years. Uh, your quarterbacks. Uh so, like, I, I hate that it won't let me sort by rating. Like, I absolutely despise that it won't let me sort by rating. Because your highest rated quarterback, I do believe currently, uh, not shocking at all, is, uh, I believe, Teddy Bridgewater with the Denver Broncos, the division-leading Denver Broncos. Uh, being really careful with the ball, making plays. Uh, 
I think they're two to one on touchdowns, 23 and 11. Yeah, a little better than two to one. Uh, completing at a nice percentage, over 60%. Baker Mayfield's having a really good year at this point. 30 touchdowns, 19 picks, so he's been pretty clean. Uh, let's see, Derek Carr is having a really nice year. A lot of picks, but a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards. Matt, Matty Ice in Atlanta, nice, solid year. I think, I think uh, I'm clearly not addressing the skeleton in the, or the elephant in the room. Uh, Lamar Jackson is killing it. 21 touchdowns, nine picks, a 113 passer rating. He doesn't run, he doesn't throw it as much, doesn't have the big yards, but when he throws, it matters. It matters, it hits. Rookies, you're looking at Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's really, uh, he's been hurt for the last few weeks, but at 25 touchdowns, 15 picks, almost a uh, 99.7 rating, killing it. Uh, my boy T-Law Sunshine, 18 picks, or 18 touchdowns, 20 picks. We had a really bad game in the middle of that. Justin Fields, uh, we don't need to, I think we can agree we don't need to talk about his stat line, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some, there's some shockers and there's some not shockers in the passing categories here this season. Uh, we rolled down, let's take a look at rushing. No shockers. No shockers. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, J.K., Derrick Henry, Mixon, those are your dogs. That's your dog pound right there. But in there, Miles Sanders is having a good year. Ezekiel Elliott's having a good year. Uh, C-Mac's having a good year. Cam Akers is having a good year. I mean, there's a lot of guys right here. Alvin Kamara's been having a good year. Raheem Mostert's having a good year. Edwards Hilaire, we've got already 7,000-yard rushers. Easily another 10 coming. So there's a lot of there, there's a lot of goods that are still on their way, rushing wise, and it's good to see the last couple. It's nice to see that the rushing yards are up there at the same, like the top few, top five are about the same as the top five receiving yards. Right. Yeah. And so it's been a couple Madden since rushing has really been relevant again. I will say this. At this point in the year, the amount of carries that the likes of Jonathan Taylor has had is absurd. <laughs> 308 carries. You're on pace for 450 carries this year. He's earning those yards. 450 carries. If anybody league, by the way, I'm not I'm not saying it was aliens, but if you're going to say the turning off progressive fatigue helped anybody, it helped the guy with a running back that's going to have 450 carries on the season. I would say that is an assist. And he, to be clear, he never asked for it. And to be honest, uh, he never said anything about progressive fatigue. The average per carry is just... No, it's 4.5. You're having to you're having to work it out. It's not like JK, who's just killing it. A 7.2 average. Nick Chubb's killing it with a high average. And those guys are just smashing with big runs. Wide receivers, let's take a look at it. This is where we tend to find, and we could talk about this for a second. This is where we tend to find some big anomalies in Sim League football because it's happened a couple times this year where one receiver has had 300 yards in a game. And you go back and you look at the film and you understand, all right, well, the guy just didn't defend you when he was open. Well, you kind of got to throw it. But when we 
break it down and we look at it like the gameplay committee has been pretty quiet this year. Everybody has played their game right. I would say for the most part. Are you uh, disagree? No, everybody's been doing good. I mean, everybody's kind of been doing it the way it needs to be done. I mean, again, there are anomalies and this isn't real football as much as we want it to be. This is Madden and it's fucking broken. It's been pretty close. I mean, I look here at the yards again. We have six wide receivers over a thousand yards in week 14. Is that what we're in week 14? Yeah. I mean, the season's almost over, guys. That's not bad. I mean, week 14, there's three more weeks. I mean, so they're Xavier Williams of Las Vegas might, might unlikely 1800 yards. There's, uh, I mean, that, that's going to be your top receiver. That's not unrealistic for real football. That's an improvement for over the last couple of years. It really is an improvement over the last couple of years. I mean, 1,800 yards is going to be pushing. Even when we look at these rushing stats, Jonathan Taylor with his three more weeks. Uh, I mean, he's 1,800 yards, 1,900 yards. Man, that's what you're looking at for your leading rusher in the NFL. Dude, I'll tell you right now, I'm good with that every day, all day, period, end of story. Uh, Even when we come over here to the defensive side of the ball and we look at leading tacklers. So this is kind of annoying from Daddy Leagues. They only show individual tackles. They don't show total. So your your league leader right now is the Chargers, uh, Drew Tranquil at 62. The Jags, Miles Jack at 61. Roquan Smith at 60. Uh, Three more weeks, that puts him about 100 solo. That's pretty much in line, I would say, right? Solo tackles, 100? Anything there? No. I mean, that, that feels right. Sacks right now where we're at in the league... Oh, my God. Sometimes this. Daddy Leaks just killed me. All right, so sacks. You're looking at your top five. Miles Garrett has 15 sacks right now with three games to go. Three, maybe four, depending on your buys. So, I mean, he picks up. I mean, he could be 22, 23 sacks. Not unrealistic. Not for Miles Garrett. Nick Bosa could end up around 20. Khalil Mack around 20. Quiddy Pay shouldn't have anywhere near that many, but we'll let it fucking slide because he sacked me six times in a game. I mean, these are all reasonable sack numbers. I mean, again, I look at these stats and compare them to previous years, and I'm happy. Uh, That game might have put him up there on the defensive rookie of the year category. Yeah, I've actually, my starting safety and my starting running back are both number two for offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Andre Sisco at number two and Travis Etienne at number two are for offensive and defensive rookie of the year. What helps is Sisco has like eight or nine interceptions, I think, on the year, which I know that everybody has a vibe and a feel about interceptions this year. The game broke on a fucking update. There's nothing we can do about it. So, uh, there, there's a lot of interceptions. There's a lot. But, you know, with that, with all those interceptions, you still look. Not a lot of them turn into defensive touchdowns. There are a lot of defensive touchdowns. There are a lot. But there's not like one person that's, I mean, the most defensive touchdowns, Chuck Clark of Baltimore. That's the Ravens. It's a large soup. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns. What were you going to say, Dark? 
and as, with as many interceptions we have, they're they're really spread out between everybody. They are. There, there's not like there are some players that have a bunch, uh, but it's not as bad as you may. Thirteen think. of the highest. Right. 13 is the individual highest right now. That's correct. Uh, which is a lot, which I'm pretty sure is really approaching, if not already exceeded the league record. But Madden is ready to make a new league record. So we go to our rookie class here as we're rolling through. Trey Lance leading uh, yardage-wise. And again, this is where Daddy League's kind of sucks in stats because to go in and break it down gets a little bit of a pain. Trey Lance has the most yards thrown with the Niners. Kellen Mond, the surprise of Minnesota. Justin Fields with 3,100. Again, we're not talking about his stat line. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 2,400. Zach Wilson with 2,400. Rookie rushers. Uh, I'm going to try this name. Uh, Kenne Nanwu. Nanwu. Uh, I feel like that's not horrible. Uh, with 833, Michael Carter at the Jets, 795. Travis Atien, 617. Gary Brightwell with the Giants at 557. And Najee Harris, the Alabama graduate at 484 for Pittsburgh. <laughs> Your rookie receivers, Pax is wearing out Anthony Schwartz with 1,016 yards. Jalen Waddle with the Duck Waddle in Miami, 873. Jamar Chase with the Bengals, 777. Devontae Smith with the Eagles, 687. And Elijah Moore with the Jets, 657. Jets with two nice, or three nice young rookies there with Zach Wilson, Michael Carter, and Elijah Moore playing the long game. On the defensive side, tackle-wise, uh, you've got uh, Ubusu Koromoa out of Cleveland with 53 solo. Uh, Micah Parsons with 41 rounding out the top five there. Jamin Davis, Zayvon Collins, and Baron Browning, the rest of them. Leading sack rookie getter is clearly that asshole from Indy, Quiddy Pay, who got six of them. I got courtesy of your Jaguars. He's on there. And then you've got Deo Odeimbo. How bad did I mess up that name? Pretty bad. Okay, cool. Uh, with six, uh, good lord, guys. All right, let's go over the names here. We got Quiddy Pay. <laughs> Odafe Owe. Michael Parsons is the only one that makes sense. Tommy Tojiai. Deo Odeimbo. And Micah Parsons. Can't do it. Uh, then your interception leaders as rookies, Michael Carter Jr., another solid rookie from the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Michael Carter, Andre Sisco, my safety in Jacksonville, both tied with eight picks. J.C. Horn in Carolina with six. Uh, Owusu Koromoa with five to go with his leading tackler for rookies. And uh, Kelvin Joseph with five. So that's kind of a quick rundown on the state of the league as we stand right now. Um, again, uh, in kind of in closing, we're not going to make this as long as we made the last one. Insanity. That, that, that one was too much. But uh, in closing, I would say with the challenges that we've had this year, uh, I'd say it's been pretty good, Dart. Yeah, yeah let me read this uh, thing that... Uh, God damn it. That Brady just posted. 
Uh-oh. Uh, so, I mean, I, I would say, given all in all, everything that has happened with ownership changes, owners leaving, the turnover rate, the scouting patch coming out late, the overall state of the game, which that's a hot button issue, the state of the game. I think the game is far from a product that should be at the price tag that this game is at, but I do think that the game is better than it was last year. I don't think it's better than it was the previous year. Um... I think that EA just doesn't try on the CFM side, and I think we can all agree, well, it doesn't make them any money. Why should they? Uh, but I will say this. We've got 31 owners in the league right now that uh, are doing a good job at playing their games, getting them in on time, uh, doing the little things that they need to do to get things done. Uh, they care. They're doing their work. And I've been enjoying myself. This has been a lot of fun this year. I will. Um, uh, Brady just posted uh, in regards to the coach firing stuff. Oh, yeah. We had that happen to the Steelers owner, I believe, this week. Yeah. The easiest way to get around it, because I actually had this in AGS, um, is to not click on the story. When it says coach in the hot seat, yep. do not, don't even worry about clicking on it. It'll. So, so I think, yeah, I think there's a couple of those like that. I think the coach on the hot seat one, the player retirement one. If you get a story at all that seems like a player might be retiring or anything like that, or if you get the, uh, what was it, the hot streak or the cold streak or something, one of the two of them, I can't remember what it was. I think it was you're on a hot streak your players get like negative 10 play wreck and all that shit. And, oh, it just screws you. That's what I had going into our game with you. Yeah, Mark. I felt sorry for the Bills after that because I uh, and <laughs> Yeah, you killed it. You were like super squared away. So, all right, so you heard that. Listen, guys, if it looks like a negative story, just don't fucking click it. Just let it go. But guys, uh... Yeah, if you want to get in on one of these podcasts, if you want to get involved and have some conversation, let us know. We'd, we'd love to have you in here. Uh, like I said, we can't sit here and tell you it's taken us two months to get the second one out. A lot of it's our schedules are hard to get together. And maybe we get one together with a few owners that want to do a little roundtable discussion with just you guys. And I'll mute and go away and let y'all just fire it off and we'll post it up. But I would say that uh, it's been good so far. 12 weeks in, 14 weeks in, whatever it is, what, 14, week 14 right now? Yep. The league has been good. The game has its issues. We know it has its issues. There's nothing we can do about those issues. But the owners, you guys have been great. Uh, the committees, trade committee, you did great. Well, trading was open. Now you're useless. Gameplay committee, haven't really had to use you much, but you've been doing good. To the admins, Lassiter and Shock. Thank you for all that you guys do. Brady has been doing a lot of things with the MLM plugs and Discord and working on the Daddy Leagues page, trying to get all these things updated. So yeah. this is only better because you guys help. The new header on Daddy Leagues is all Brady. Yeah, Bra Brady's been putting in some work with the new header with the team logos. Listen, guys, we, we Dark and I and the leadership team with the admin staff, we can't do it without 
owner's help. The guys who are tweeting love reading the tweets. I love logging in and seeing the tweets. I'm personally guilty of not tweeting enough. I'm going to do better about that. Uh, any stories that you want to tell, tell stories. The chat has been super active. Love seeing that. If you're here in the league, guys, be more than just an owner that plays your games on time. Be a member. Have conversations. There's a group of us playing Forza 5. If you just want to play some Forza and have some fun, it's free on Xbox and it's all crossplay. We can all get together and crash into each other. So I say it's free on Xbox if you have Game Pass, So, which I assume most of you probably do. Uh, but other than that, I mean, this has been pretty successful to this point, even with all the problems we've had to deal with. Dark, anything in closing? No, keep up all the getting your games in on time and everything. We've been pretty good about everything. And again, we we are recording this on the night of the league update shitting the bed, so we don't know what we're dealing with at this point. Hopefully it's not two weeks. Hopefully it's not two weeks. Hopefully it doesn't destroy the league. Uh, we are keeping our eye on it. We are keeping an eye on Reddit, Twitters, all of the interwebs that could possibly be. But just know that we're not gonna when the league does come back up we'll deal with advance then we'll give everybody time to get their games in i know everybody wants to play so just be patient take it as a day or two off we'll see if they drop an update in the next day or two i fear that the update will come next week when they drop their normal weekly updates is my personal fear but let's just hold on hope and see what happens other than that be active be in chat talk shit be a degenerate and gamble on your games and let us know how you did but other than that uh for dark man i'm pc trojan this is podcast number two in the commissioner's corner uh coming to you live from the birmingham studios for smml mmmmml we will see you guys on the next one. We'll see you on the field. We're hopefully going to have a playoff edition as we get to the playoffs. So you guys be good, be well.